Welcome to National Transport Podcast Episode 3. My name is Alex, and in this episode we'll be going over Liverpool City Region's vision for bus, Stagecoach UK order for 2019 and 2020, Aberdeen's hydrogen deckers, Nottingham City Transport's biogas buses, and first Thameside. And don't don't forget, if you want to join in the conversation, you can always send us a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash nattp, or you can message us on Facebook, National Transport Podcast. Enjoy the show. buses and key bus routes, at least one bus an hour on all routes between 5am and midnight, and zero emission bus fleets. These are just three elements of the new proposed vision for bus to help shape plans for the future of bus services in the Liverpool city region. At this week's combined authority meeting, Friday 26th July 2019, Metro Mayor Steve Rotherham and city region leaders will be asked to approve the principles of the vision for bus and will be updated on the progress in developing the options for reform of bus services. Under the powers afforded to the Metro Mayoral Combined Authority, the Bus Services Act 2017 allows for the operations of franchising, along with enhanced partnership of a continuation of the Bus Alliance, a voluntary partnership. The vision for bus is based on the themes identified across 1,500 responses to an online survey that formed the first phase of the Liverpool City Region's Big Bus Debate, which was launched by Metro Mayor Steve Rotherham in November 2018. Punctuality, reliability, ticketing complexity, the overall cost of travel, service frequencies, coverage and hours of operation were all key themes identified for improvement. The report highlights that even without meeting the ambitions of the new vision, keeping the bus services even at a static level under any of the three models could require an additional £35 million of public subsidiary a year by 2030 for the combined authority. The current subsidiary, around £60 million a year, funds concessionary travel and supported services those services that are essential to the community but not commercially viable for the public's bus operators. The estimated additional investment factors in naturally increasing costs as well as forecasting a need to plug more gaps in commercial operations as less profitable routes are cut in response to operators' costs rising faster than passenger revenues. The combined authority is expected to receive a recommendation on the preferred options in early 2020. The next phase of the big bus debate will take place later this summer with more detailed face-to-face surveys and further community engagement in the autumn. On to Stagecoach now. Stagecoach has announced details for its new bus order for 2019 and 2020. The announcement represents an investment of £80 million. The bus order is as follows. 131 ADL Enviro 400 MMCs, 95 ADL Enviro 200 MMC 11.8m, 28 ADL Enviro 200 MMCs, 10.8 meter, 12 Volvo BAL ADL Enviro 400 MMC XLB, 32 BYD ADL Enviro 400 Electrics, 12 Optair Metro City Electrics, 4 Optair Solo Electrics, 3 Optair Solo SR Slimlines, 12 Volvo B8 RLE NCVs, 14 Volvo B11R1E Double Decker Coaches, and 8 B11R Sateno Levante free coaches. Aberdeen to introduce the Wrightbrus Hydrogen Deckers. First will operate the vehicles, which are expected to arrive later this year, on Route 19. 
Aberdeen has geared up to make history as one of the first cities in the world to introduce hydrogen-powered double-decker buses. In this pioneering move, Aberdeen City Council, European Union and the Scottish Government have invested around £500,000 per vehicle after signing the contract to deliver 15 buses. The first will operate the new Bright Bus Street Deck FCEV hydrogen vehicles on the number 19 route, funded partly by the European Union's Drive project, which seeks to aid the future commercialisation of buses. Vehicles will launch in the late 2019, with London and Birmingham following suit, and Dundee and Brighton and Hove lead, being lead partners in Jive 2. And now the part you've all been waiting for, the interview with Target Travel. So, tell us about your team coach. Well, it's, it's a part of our operation, it's just one element of the business. Um, been involved in transporting the uh, Plymouth Argo football team for, for 20 years. And obviously the coach needs to upgrade in as anything does from time to time and this year it's, we've had an upgrade and um, so they start this season with a you know with a re newer replacement vehicle and uh, yeah it's, it's a very eye-catching vehicle it's got what we call the wow factor that's what it's all about um you know beautiful coach to travel in i mean plymouth argo are traveled some of the longest distances in the english football league and you know they need a coach really to uh, to do that distance so, do you know about the history of Target or...? Basically, um, the managing director was involved, he was in the workforce of what was then under the first group bus company in Plymouth and um, he came out of there on a redundancy. Previously he had experience in with his own operations, albeit many bus, many coach fleet. And when he, when he took his redundancy, he decided to restart again by himself and 1998 Target Travel was born. You're operating bus services and coach services throughout Plymouth? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we started doing bus services in about 2002, there thereabouts, <coughs> on a local tender. Um, and we, we've developed that ever since. Um, so we, it's all in different types of income. Um, you know, we've got what we call now called local bus service income. We've got school contracts with local authorities. We've got school contracts with private schools. Um, we do um, free bus shoppers for some of the leading supermarkets. And obviously, of course, we do private hire, you know, which is what a lot of people associate a coach company doing. So all those different levels create the overall income for the company. There are times when some elements are busier. Bus services are easy, they're doing the same thing every day of the week. As, as most contracts involve in schools, they're doing the same thing for 39 weeks. So it's, it, it creates a nice base of income. A bit of a controversial question. Have you found that stagecoaches had a bit of a knock-on to since well, they lost five routes? We did, yeah. Well, that happens, you know, I mean, one door closes and another one opens. Um, you know, uh, we've we've taken tenders from other people and other people at times have taken tenders from ourselves. I mean, <clears throat> stagecoaches obviously were a bit of a surprise because obviously they have not had previously the, the expectation of them getting those tenders was a surprise because, of, say, the previous history is that being 
big company, they would tend to pull power than ourselves. You know, our operation is smaller and maybe not as costly to run as a statesman's operation. So, and they, they went in that very, very aggressive. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I mean, it didn't only affect ourselves, it also affected the city bus, what they took. Nottingham City Transport launches biogas buses. Nottingham City Transport and Gelding Borough Council leaders have launched a batch of nine new biogas buses from an order of 67 this year. Ahead of their introduction on the Line 58 to Arnold via Sherwood, the buses will have a CO2 emissions 84% lower than the diesel buses that came before them and will also have lower NOx and particulate matter emissions too. Buses are fueled by food and farm waste produced through anaerobatic digestion and it is hoped they will help to improve air quality from the A60 Mansfield Road through Gelding Borough. Anthony Carver-Smith, NCT's marketing manager said, NCT is investing £42 million over three years to reduce the emissions from our already clean fleet even further. Alongside the largest fleet of biogas double-decker buses in the world, NCT are also fitting an exhaust treatment system to our remaining diesel fleet, which sees the overall fleet emissions from NCT reduced by 90% by 2020. Gelding Borough Council leader, Councillor John Clark said, It's great to see these new buses hitting the roads in Gelding Borough. Part of our air quality action plan is to encourage greener public transport fleets and Nottingham City Transport are leading the way with their biogas buses. Not only providing more modern transport services for the public, but also a service that's better for the environment. The buses come as part of an investment supported by government grants and has avoided 8,000 tonnes of CO2 and 70 tonnes of NOx emissions being emitted by the NCT fleet. And finally, there will only be three first routes left in Thameside by September 2019. The 340, 348, 350 and 353 and 354 services previously operated by First Greater Manchester are all affected. It will no longer operate the 340, 353 and 354 services while some buses are being withdrawn on other routes. First Greater Manchester said, we have been making changes to our operation over the last year to provide a greater stability to the bus network across Greater Manchester and as part of a recent review we will be introducing service changes from Sunday April 28th. We have informed Transport for Greater Manchester of our plans to discontinue some bus services and where possible other operators will be taking over these routes. The following services will no longer be operated by First Manchester. The 149, the 340, the 353, the 354 and the 415. The following evening services will no longer be operated by First Manchester. The 350, the 425, the 501, the 507, the 561 and the 562. Changes to the local routes are as follows. 340, First Greater Manchester will no longer operate the 340 Oldham to Ashton service which operates through Mosley, Millbrook and Stullybridge. 348 Ashton to Carbrook. The 2335 journey from Ashton to Carbrook, Monday to Saturday, is to be withdrawn. The last journey will now be 2310 from Ashton to Carbrook. 350 Oldham to Ashton. First Manchester will no longer operate evening bus services for the 350 Monday to Saturday. 
there will be an additional journey at 1820 from Ashton to Hay Farm. The last journeys from Oldham will be Monday to Friday 1800, Saturday 1729 and Sunday 1750. The last journeys from Ashton will be Monday to Saturday 1900 and Sunday 1735. First Manchester will no longer operate the 353-354 bus service. It will be operated by Nexus Moves who also operate the 356 Saddleworth Rambler. That's all we've got time for this week. Don't forget, we have a Facebook page, National Transport Podcast. And if you want to join in with the conversation, you can send us a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash NATTP. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. As a little tiny bit extra, we had a thunderstorm during recording of this podcast. So here is a tiny little snippet of that.